If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. We focus so much on creating new content all the time. Like I need to create a new blog post today. I need to create a new podcast episode, but I think we forget about the opportunities to go back and optimize old content. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. True or false? It's possible to grow your business organically without spending a dime on paid ads. I can almost hear my two guests for this episode shouting from Minneapolis, it's true. Yes, organic business growth is totally possible without spending. And the secret here is SEO, search engine optimization. Abby Oslin and Courtney Peterson are both co-founders and business besties of Duo Collective, a boutique organic marketing agency specializing in social media strategy, branding, SEO, and coaching for small business owners and creative entrepreneurs. The dynamic duo of Abby and Courtney are here to demystify SEO, starting with the basics. But don't worry for all of you seasoned SEO DIYers listening, they've also got some updated advice and strategies to keep your SEO on point. Three SEO obsessed women on one podcast together. Well, this is going to be fun. Let's get started with Abby and Courtney. I love sharing podcast recommendations with you. If you love Gold Digger, then you'll love Nudge hosted by Phil Agnew. Learn the science behind great marketing with bite-sized 20-minute episodes packed with practical advice from world-class marketers and behavioral scientists. Nudge is fast-paced and insightful with real-world examples that you can apply to your business. I loved this recent episode where Phil shares how our subconscious mind calls the shots and how to bring more awareness to your thoughts to help you not make stupid mistakes. His words, not mine. Nudge is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Listen to Nudge wherever you get your podcasts. 
We were just giggling before this because I am talking to two incredible women who are just a few hours south of me right now. And I was telling them, I said, Oh my gosh, you guys, I can see a spider right now. And so I was like, we got to Google the spiritual meaning. So here's what you can expect out of today's episode on top of learning about SEO. Um, Artistry, manifestation, patience, feminine power, ancient wisdom, illusion, balance, and interconnection. I mean, ladies, are we ready to bring it today or what? Yes, that's amazing. (laughs) I love that so much. Abby and Courtney, welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. I feel like I can feel your energy from Minnesota from the Twin Cities. We call it the cities where I'm from, from the cities coming towards me. Thank you for being with me today. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to be here. We are so excited. And it's even more fun to Minnesotans. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. There's something about it. And we promise that we're not going to say like, yeah, sure. You betcha too many times today. <laughs> too many I mean, times. it might come out just a little bit. First things first, I am always so inspired and fascinated when women work together or have a partnership or start a business together. So kick me off with how did you two find each other and dream up your business together? Like what's the origin story there? Yes, absolutely. We love this question. And it's one that we get a lot because we are a duo. So we actually go back in our agency days. We both worked at an agency downtown Minneapolis and we were there for eight plus years, I would say, each of us. And we didn't work on the same team for a few years, but we were just kind of acquaintances. And then we ended up working on the same team and we worked for larger brands like Clorox and Target and Burt's Bees, Sparkling Ice. Mm -hmm. And when we started to work together, We loved our working relationship. We were friends at work. We were friends outside of work. And then we kind of just hit this wall and we were feeling burnt out in the agency world. We wanted to do something different, something that was, you know, felt like we were actually changing lives or doing stuff for people that made us feel better and like helping them push their business forward. And so we had a ton of coffee dates in the Skyways downtown. And one day I looked at Abby and I was just like, what is it? Like, what do we have to do to get out of the situation we're in now? And in my head, I was like, the next big thing, like TikTok, I was going like real extreme. And Abby's like, whoa, bring it back a second. Like, why don't we just do what we do now, but for entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and small businesses? And I looked at her and I was like, that is genius. Like, yes. (laughs) Why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Right. (laughs) I needed somebody else to help me. So I was doing freelance design work on the side at the time, and I'd been doing that for a handful of years, and I just knew I couldn't expand it on my own. So then we just decided, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to jump into this together. And Abby had already done some SEO work for a traveler influencer. So she was doing that side of the work. So we were just like, we both have this knowledge that these small businesses are craving. Why don't we just combine them? And that's how Duo Collective was born. Wow. Okay. So something I've learned is that when you are in a partnership for a business, it is like a marriage, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Talk absolutely. to me <laughs> about the different zones of genius that you each have. And were they always obvious or did they kind of come to light as you two started a company together? That's such a great question. And we, one we get a lot and one that we yeah kind of laugh at because it is a thousand percent like a marriage. And we kind of laugh that we talk to each other more than we talk to our husbands. Which it's like is work wives. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. So the great thing about what we do, though, is that 
Abby and I have such different brains. So she's got the SEO strategy side. I've got the creative side. And together, we're able to offer our clients both of these services. And then our brains together are so good in that social space too, because you need that strategy side and you need that design side. And we are all about organic marketing. So we really push our clients and our audience to think about ways that they can grow organically without having to pay for ads right away. Because, you know, as a small business, even us starting out, we were like, we can't afford ads. We need to really figure out our organic marketing strategies before we really dive into like any paid advertising. So we're really trying to, you know, be those organic marketers that come together, provide solutions for our audience and what better way than like having both sides of the brains. Yeah, we knew too, like there's no way I would ever do anything in the branding space or design anything for our clients. And court would never want to be in the like SEO keyword research that I'm in every day. And it was like no question because a lot of partnerships, they struggle with, okay, like how do you define roles and how do you determine who does what in your business? And it, it was so natural for us with like our background in the agency because we took what we already did in the agency world. And we just applied that to our own business. And we naturally fell into the roles that we needed to do to run our business. And we both, I mean, you know, there's always some things you don't like that you have to do, but we knew who was going to do what. And it was very clear who was good at what. Yeah. The big thing when we first started, I I looked at Abby and I was like, so you dealt with client communication a lot at the agency. So I was like, you're still going to do that, right? (laughs) Please tell me you will. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it was great having that experience at the agency and, you know, knowing that our work relationship and our friend relationship would work because it had already been tested and it worked great. So I was telling you this before we got on, but SEO is a topic we've covered on the show here but not a topic we've talked about at length. And I was working on an outline for a show and I was really looking at like just different ways that we've maximized some really incredible results in my own business. And one of the things that I attribute to our success and growth was SEO, search engine optimization. Now, for a lot of people, just those three letters sound incredibly intimidating. Like they don't even want to touch it with a 20-foot pole because it just sounds scary, overwhelming, or just the unawareness makes people almost feel guilty because they know it's something they should be doing, but it's something that they're not doing. So first, can you tell me, because SEO is one of your core offerings, why is SEO so important for online business owners specifically? Yeah, well, it's just a really amazing form of long-term lead generation. You can do something today in the SEO space that can benefit you five plus years down the road. So it's something that if you focus on it and if you make sure that your website is well-written for SEO, if you're creating content that people are craving, then you're kind of guaranteeing yourself some future traffic and future awareness for your business just by putting in a little bit of work now. I think the best part about it is that just a little bit of work can drive a ton of growth for you. But I'd say the worst part is that you have to have some patience because it is something that you can't write a blog post and then tomorrow you're going to rank on page one of Google. That just doesn't happen. So it takes consistency. It takes dedication. But once you understand just a few simple strategies, then it can really help improve your business in the long term. 
And I feel like that's where a lot of people kind of get hung up too, is that in today's world, we need like instant gratification or instant results. And in, you know, a lot of the ways we can find that within Instagram or any other platform that we're using, but with SEO, you don't get that instant result or gratification. So I think that kind of makes people push it to the side. Like, well, if I'm not going to get instant results from it, I'm just going to want to do that later. But the thing is, you actually want to do it sooner because mm-hmm. then, you know, that next three months, you'll start to see that growth and see those results. And then from there, you can just build and expand on that. I love that because I feel like entrepreneurs are really attracted to like shiny things and things that people can see, right? You can see likes and follows. You can see engagement. You can see, you know, websites and all of these beautiful things. But just like email lists years ago was something that I was so passionate about, but nobody understood because it's not as shiny. Those are like the core foundations of long-term success. And what you just said, something you do with SEO today could be paying off for years to come. You cannot get that on social media alone. Mm -hmm. So can you walk me through what are some misconceptions about SEO that you see across the web? Well, definitely it's that SEO is hard and it's super techie and nerdy and you have to have that techie nerdy brain in order to understand it. I think that's one of the things like coming into this, like Abby said earlier, you don't want me doing your SEO because I'm not the genius, but I have learned so much along the way. And it's actually really fun. Like you just said, Jenna, you start to you know, see these things pay off with your own website and things that your SEO is doing for you in the background. And I'm a very visual person. So I need to like see the insights versus have somebody like tell me. So if I pop in there and I see them, I'm just like, this is so cool. Oh my gosh, look at how much, you know, this has driven traffic for us or like how much people love this kind of content. Let's keep doing that kind of content. So I think it's just, it, people think it's this big, scary thing and it really doesn't have to be, especially if you just kind of take it chunk by chunk. That's what I've learned throughout just me learning in this SEO space is that you don't have to dive in head first and try to get to know it all. If you take it bit by bit, you're going to eventually get there. And it's actually really fun along the way once you start to see those results. Absolutely. And that it's also a lot of people think, okay, I don't need SEO if I am not a blogger, if I'm not consistently blogging, or if I'm not a copywriter writing website copy for other people, I don't actually need to worry about it. But in reality, if you have a website, if you have a space that lives online, and now even with Instagram, because Instagram has so much more SEO capabilities now, you absolutely need to understand some key things about SEO because that in general is just going to help your findability. And that's the whole goal of our businesses, right? Is to find more people, connect with more people and help them. So SEO is one of the best tools to help you get there. Okay. So if somebody's listening to this and they're saying, okay, you ladies have convinced me. I get it. I see it. Where do I begin? Where should somebody start when it comes to SEO strategy? What are some easy things that can kind of get your feet wet? Yeah, for sure. So I kind of like to explain it in three different sections because SEO isn't just about blogging because that's probably something that you've heard a lot about. Like, okay, if I'm focusing on SEO for my website, I need to be blogging and creating content. And that's just one part of the process, really. So I'd say there's three pieces of it. There's keywords. You need to understand what are your audience and your different niches typing into Google to find you. And then you need to use those keywords that people are using to find you in your copy. 
you need to put them somewhere. They need to be in a headline on your homepage. You need to write a blog post about what they're searching for. You need to basically take those words that people are, the problems they're having, the industries they're looking for, the solutions they're looking for. You need to take their words and use them in your content. So that's kind of step one. And then step two is creating that content. So I think Blogging, yes, people talk about blogging a lot. And is it dead? I, everyone loves to ask if blogging is dead. And it absolutely is not. We and, say no. Yeah. It <laughs> is not. No. I confirm. No. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely not dead. It is hard work, yes, but it is not dead. And I think one of the best things, too, is like, okay, if you're not a blogger, maybe you love to talk. Well, a podcast like, this one has the opportunity to also create content where you create show notes and that can be your blog. Yeah. You can use your show notes as your opportunity, but lean into your podcast to build that. So creating content that can live online, whether it's a long form blog post or podcast show notes is something that can be really beneficial for you. Yes. And then the third one, so no one thinks about this, but it has a huge effect on your SEO and just the overall authority for your business is backlinks. So this sounds techie. Again, you don't need to be super techie to understand this. It's a link of your website that lives on someone else's website. So someone's mentioning you as an expert on a topic, they're quoting you, they've interviewed you, they're referencing a blog post you created or a podcast episode you had. Anywhere where your website is linked tells Google that you are an expert in what you do. And it kind of gives you a boost, so to speak. It gives you more authority in the eyes of Google because just like us, we understand that human and people recommendations are way more powerful. So Google does too. So Google understands that when people are mentioning you in other places, that you must be a pretty big deal, right? So that is a really great way that people don't think about improving your SEO by doing these opportunities to get new backlinks. Oh, I love this so much. And something that you talked about that I want our listeners to know, we said it here first, guys. Long form content is still king in so many ways. And we are missing so many opportunities to create resources that serve people, that make an impact, that help people, because we're so focused on posts that literally live and die within a few hours on social media. And I love social media. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But when we're looking at our return on investment when it comes to time, creating something intentionally in a long form content form allows you to almost build up a resource library of sorts. Like if anyone asks me about any topic, like you guys were even saying, you listen to my old SEO episodes on this show, like you can hop on and type Jenna Kutcher and pretty much any topic that is relevant to entrepreneurship. And you will be led to a resource in the form of either a blog post or a podcast episode. And so it is searchable and connectable. And it also, again, goes back to creating something once, getting results on it for years and years and years to come. Am I right yeah, here? Absolutely. And like you said too, like the people are still craving that long form content. People yes. are still reading blogs and still want, you know, more of that information on whatever it is that you're speaking about. Because like you said, Instagram only lasts, you know, for a few hours or a few days, or, you know, we're making these 90 second reels or whatever. And that's as far as that content goes. So, you know, how do you build upon that or how do you educate your audience more on that topic? And that's where long form content is queen. 
Yeah. And I think another tip for people too, is that I think we focus so much on creating new content all the time. Like I need to create a new blog post today. I need to create a new podcast episode, but I think we forget about the opportunities to go back and optimize old content. Mm, So those old blog posts that you've written that perform well you could make them even better. They already index in Google. So you have the opportunity to optimize them with new content that people are searching for. If you were writing about something about Instagram, we know Instagram changes every day. So you might, I'm sure there's something in there you can update there. And Google sees that too. So that is just as good as creating a brand new blog post, actually going back and optimizing your old content, which that can feel a little bit easier if you feel kind of overwhelmed by the whole process. I know something about you. You're busy. Chances are that you're listening to this podcast and you're probably doing something else too. Mastering the art of working out, walking the baby in the stroller, washing that sink full of dishes. And honestly, we get it. When you're having conversations with your customers, the same is probably true for them. They're juggling just as much. And it can be hard to give a true experience in just a moment, especially when we're all so distracted. HubSpot helps you go beyond the moment by connecting you and your team so you can access all the data you need to see the full customer picture, what motivates them, what their expectations are, and how you can blow them out of the water with your service. With powerful tools that connect marketing, sales, ops, and service, HubSpot's powerful CRM platform powers you and your team to transform customer moments into extraordinary customer experiences. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. Now, either way, it takes a ton of work. Whether you're building your website from scratch or struggling to manage payments, you need Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate one-stop shop that's been my go-to for almost a decade. Yes, nearly a decade. It's designed to help creators and entrepreneurs build thriving online businesses with steady recurring income. Whether it's blogging, coaching, or podcasting, Kajabi makes it simple to transform your passion into profitable online courses, exclusive member sites, and so much more. Over the years, Kajabi has been my rock from hosting my signature courses like the Pinterest lab to handling transactions without taking a single penny of my money. That's right. You get to keep 100% of what you earn. With Kajabi, you get powerful analytics, simple payment options, effective email marketing tools, and beautiful website templates that you can customize. And here's a little secret. You don't need a massive following to earn a great income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi who are making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers, and you can be one of them. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash goal. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash goal. Join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion today at kajabi.com slash goal. Okay, I'm going to bring up two more nerdy points. And then I'm going to ask you about what's outdated because I need a refresher as well. So two other (laughs) points that I think are really key here is that when we're on social media, we're looking at results like likes and follows. When we are driving actual results and getting people to this long form content, and it lives on something like a website or a blog, not only can it be SEO optimized, but you are more in control of the user's experience. 
And the real goal for me, at least, of getting someone to land on my website or my blog is to be able to capture their email address so that I can stay in touch with them. And so when we're sending people to quality content that is indexed by Google and having them land on our website or blog, there is a greater plan at play here to serve them even better, to invite them to the next step, to give them an additional resource and to collect their email address in exchange for more value. And that is honestly how the full system can work. And the other piece of that is that everything that Abby and Courtney are talking about right now also applies to something we like to call Pinterest. So (laughs) SEO and keyword searchability and really optimizing things also plays into Pinterest really well. And so if you're thinking about this and you maybe don't have you know, a beautiful website yet, or your blog only has 10 posts, all of this can also help you on Pinterest. Anything to add there, ladies? Absolutely. Yeah. Pinterest, people forget it's the beautiful mix of a social platform and a search engine. And it's also one of our absolute favorite places to go to look for keywords. Just going up to that search bar, typing in the keyword you think your audience is searching for, and then watching Pinterest populate for you what people are actually searching for. I mean, there's so much magic and ease in using that platform if you already feel paralyzed by looking at an actual keyword research tool. Yes. And if anyone is listening to this and they don't think that SEO or keywords would work for them, either jump onto Google or Pinterest and type in a keyword that describes what you do or how you serve the world and see what people are looking for. Because chances are, you know, answers to their questions, or you might even have resources that provide the solutions for what they're looking for. And so I love to like, disprove people who are like, but this wouldn't work for me. You don't understand what I do. I'm like, jump on there. There are already people who do what you do who are there. I want to make sure you are found. Absolutely. And on your note too, about capturing people's email, because that, yeah, that is a whole goal is like, we don't want to just get them to our website. We want them to do something and become closer to us because of that. So one of the easy things you can do if you haven't been prioritizing this is if you don't have Google Analytics for your website, 100% recommend that you get that implemented. It's a pretty easy process. You can Google Google Analytics and get that code implemented into your website platform. But once you do that, then you can take a peek at your content and see which pieces of content people are spending the most amount of time on. So if someone's spending, and actually sometimes just one to two minutes is a really high engagement rate on a blog post. And if someone's spending that amount of time on a certain post, go to that post and then figure out where you can give them an additional resource that can link to an email opt-in. Or maybe make sure that you have your pop-up that pops up on that page when people are browsing it so that you can use those opportunities because they're already spending so much time on that page in particular. How can you get them to actually convert? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So I have done two SEO episodes and it's been a while. It's been a minute. Are there any outdated SEO practices that we can release, let go of, ditch before we even get started? Yes. So this one's kind of funny because I was the person who did this when I was first learning about SEO, but using keywords exactly as written. So, you know, we've got our set of like three or four keywords, let's say, not 
to think that you have to use those words all together every time, whatever, if you're creating a blog of like organic marketing experts or something like that, you don't have to use those words all three next to each other all the time. So when I was first learning SEO from Abby, actually, when we first started our business, I would, you know, take a stab at writing, you know, a short blog or something. And I just felt so repetitive. And I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds ridiculous. Like the person reading this is going to know what my keywords are. They're going to pick it out immediately. They're going to be like, she's so repetitive. But Abby taught me essentially that you don't have to do that. And that when you're writing for Google, remember that you're actually writing for humans first, Google second. So you don't want to sound like a robot. You actually want to sound like you're just like talking. So we even had somebody, I can't remember who told us this, but they're like, if you have a hard time writing the blog, then you should just record yourself saying the blog and then go back and write it because you're going to write and sound way more like a human than you are a robot. So mm-hmm. always remembering to write for humans first, Google second. Yeah. On that note too, I think there's this old idea that you have to pick one single keyword and write for it for your whole post. And that's not really the case anymore. Google is really good now at pulling out specific sections of your website. So if you're, and you've probably experienced this without even noticing, but if you're searching for a question, sometimes that question will pop up because it was a section of someone's specific post. And if you click through to the search article, then you'll be automatically popped down to that section. So it's so much more than just ranking for one post. It's that one blog post you've written, each individual section in and of itself or headline that you use to break up your content can also be indexed on its own. So you have this opportunity to rank for so much more than just a single keyword. So we always tell people, Pick the primary keyword because naturally that's kind of what we think about. So if your keyword was, what do I blog about? That's the main keyword that you're going to focus on. But there's often a lot of other things people are wondering when they're searching that question. They're wondering how often they should blog. They're maybe wondering how the heck do I blog for SEO? What are the benefits of blogging? And I could create a section within that blog that answers each of those questions that's then serving for multiple keywords rather than before just thinking that you have to write for that one keyword of what do I blog about? And then the last one, it's not really outdated, but it's just something that is like a big no-no for SEO is buying backlinks. So just like on Instagram, when people buy bots, we know that like that's not good. That's kind of kind of ish and it's not going to help you in the long run. So that's the same with backlinks. Like a spammy link is not going to help you. It's not going to promote your website. Google's going to see it and it's going to hurt your SEO. Ooh, that is a good one. I feel like too, that's one of those things where this is a long game play. Like this is something that you're doing now. You know, it's really interesting because we were analyzing, we were able to double our affiliate income in one year flat. And part of that was because of SEO and how we were really doubling down on what that looked like for us and the types of resources we were creating around our affiliate offers. And It was really cool because it's like a lot of times we create something in one way and we think we know what people are searching for. So do you have any tips? Because I think a lot of times when we are entrepreneurs, we have this belief of like, oh, of course, this is what everyone calls it. But we have these internal languages that we use and we know more than maybe the average consumer knows about what we do and how we create. Do you have any tips for people 
on how to really find out what their actual keywords are, not what they think they are? Absolutely. Yeah. We do that all the time. I mean, we came from an agency, so we have a jargon filled knowledge of marketing that doesn't resonate with our audience. And so we make those mistakes all the time. So one of our favorite ways to do this is to go straight to the source, ask your audience and do it in a long question format survey. So you aren't asking them to check a box of like, what are you struggling with right now? And then check boxes, you're actually asking them to fill out in their own words what they're struggling with. And you're asking them, what are they looking for help on? What is their business? What are they doing? Who do they serve? Like You're asking your audience these questions, and then you're asking them to actually complete that survey using their own words. And we do this with our Instagram audience, with our email audience. We do this about once or twice a year. And then we always in return offer you know, some type of reward. Like you could win a gift card to Starbucks or something because everyone loves coffee. But basically, when you do this, it takes a little more effort and you'll get less responses. But the content you get back, you're actually getting your audience to tell you what they're searching for. And it can be so powerful to hear that in their own words and then use that as a guide. Yes, I love this. And I think when you do that too, you can really find themes. Like the way you say something might not be the way someone else says it or Mm -hmm. how you describe what you do might not be the way that your clients would even find you or explain what it is that you offer. And so I love that. What if somebody doesn't have a massive audience? Are there any like more generalized ways to search for maybe other people who do what they do to kind of get some insight into different keywords? Yes. Uh, sneaky, sneaking up on your competition is kind of one of our favorite things to do. <laughs> All right. Let's yes. talk about it. Yes. <laughs> right. So there's so many tools out there. I'll just talk about our favorite. Our favorite is Uber Suggest, and there is a free version of it. So you get three free searches a day. So you have to be very strategic. Otherwise, they have some really awesome plans if this is a tool that you really like. But going in there, you can actually take the URL of your competitor plug it into that search bar and it will tell you what keywords they index for. So that is some of the best ways, especially if you're just starting a business and you know you have these people you look up to and you admire and you don't know how people are finding them. That's some of the best ways to do it because it literally serves you right there. Here's the keywords that are actually driving website clicks. And then you can use those as a guide for yourself. Ooh, that was great intel. I'm going to also run it on myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Uber Suggest is an amazing tool. Yes, competitive wow, research Uber is something suggest. that we... I mean, it's like the biggest piece of our SEO strategy plans is actually digging into a lot of the competitive research because it can be so powerful to help guide you in understanding. Obviously, you have your own unique vision and mission and goal. Like You're not copying anyone, but you're using that as a guide because a lot of times you might share some audience insights there. Yes, I love that. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. 
A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. How much time do you think an entrepreneur should devote to SEO each week or what would that look like? How much time is realistic? (laughs) (laughs) That's a hard question because literally everything I do has an SEO mind in it. Because even like coming up, I will find a keyword or something and it will all of a sudden transpire into social ideas and it'll be a podcast episode and it'll be a blog post. Like there's so much once you understand certain things, just like how keywords work, then all of a sudden it's just naturally ingrained, I'd say, into what you do every day. It can even inspire like Instagram stories. So it's kind of cool. But I would say if you have a few specific SEO tactics, like say you you decide that you are going to start blogging or you are going to start doing show notes for your podcast or you're going to start something like that, the biggest thing is to be consistent. So just set a goal for yourself and set a realistic goal. So if you know you can't blog once a week, that's fine. Decide you're going to do two blogs a month and then stick to it. Because I think Google sees that, other search engines see that. And knowing that you can be consistent and serve your audience consistently is going to do you so much better than 
showing up one month with a ton of content and then ghosting for the next six. Mm -hmm. I think like anything here, consistency is key. I mean, if you, like Abby said, show up one month and then you don't show up for four months, you know, you might see a little bit of a spike that one month, but then it's going to go back down that next four months because you're not being consistent and Google can see that too. So like in anything, it's key to be Mm -hmm. consistent. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Oh, this has been so good. My final question is, what projects are exciting you both right now? Yes. So one thing that we just did is we just launched a new shop, duocollective.com backslash shop. And so we've got some digital resources on there that are available for purchase and then some entrepreneur swag for females. So we're pretty excited about that. Mm -hmm. We're also kind of pivoting probably in 2023. We do one-on-one projects right now with our clients and we love this opportunity to dig deep with our clients and work with them for a longer period of time where SEO is that long game. So we want We get so excited and we always do these three to four month analytical reviews with our audit clients, but we want people to get as excited about their organic growth as we do. And so having this longer term coaching opportunity with our clients is going to be so powerful. So we're working on something super exciting. It's not yet here. By the time this podcast probably airs, we'll have a wait list on our Instagram, which is duo.collective. Yes. Awesome. Where can everybody find out more about the two of you, what you do, your podcast? Give me all of the links. Yeah. So uh, you can find us mainly we're on Instagram. That's like our platform of choice, I would say. uh, And that's at duo.collective. And then our podcast is duo on air podcast. And our website, duocollective.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our podcast is, I mean, we try to share a lot about our partnership behind us, who we are. So that's kind of a good way to get to know us and hear our quirky Minnesota side of things. Yes, <laughs> you'll probably hear a few you betches. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two. Thank you so much for coming on the Gold Digger podcast today. Thank you for sharing all about SEO. And I am waving up. Nope, I'm waving down south <laughs> now right. to Superior and sending you some of this beautiful breeze that we've got today. Please. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. Here's why I loved this episode so much. First off, they're from Minnesota. How fun is that? I wish we could have recorded in person. And don't worry, the spider did not get me while we were interviewing. But second, This helps equip us with this direction and tools that help us do work today that will serve us in the long term. In a world that is obsessed with shiny results and quick action, I want for you to think about ways that you can firm up your business foundation and give you lasting results. SEO has been a huge part of our strategy. It is something that we are dialed in on and constantly working on. And like the girl said, once you make it a part of your practice, it just becomes a part of the way that you do your job. I love thinking about the intricacies in the world of marketing and how everything should have a bigger goal, a bigger vision and be tied to a direct result. And SEO is just that. I hope that you learned something that you can apply and implement in your business today. And of course, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. 
Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.